If you are black, what color is your poop? White, perhaps. Horhole.org. It's like losing your Rolex watch at a festive party and only being upset because you forgot to go to the baby gap before your abortion. Inspiring, smoky, tan, beautiful, laps. Horhole.org, the real and laps report. In lieu of a program, I thought that I'd record a little something for my listeners. I know, I don't want to go another week without doing a little something for you. Um, I know that I did do record a little story that um, happened to me a few weeks ago. Um, so I put it to, um, how do you say it? Well, not really to music. It was more to um, my um, dulcet tones, as somebody once said about my voice. Um, so um, I know I got that for you. What else do I have? Um, I don't know. This is like um, episode like 46 or something like that. So as you know, I'm an experienced woman. I've done all these programs for you over the past um, year or two. Um, I don't know the exact time because I'm not... Um, a media whore like other people. Or like, oh my god, I did my um And so, oh my god, celebrate me. No, don't celebrate me. It ain't no special occasion. You always should celebrate my life because it's a miracle. That such a young, 25-year-old woman hasn't really been discovered yet. I mean, besides, you know, having my own show and millions of listeners and... You know what I'm saying. Anyway, so this weekend I did a little bit of traveling. Um, I went to the Michigan for um, a relative's um, occasion, let's just say, a wedding, honey. And it was beautiful. It was very nice. I enjoyed myself. I had some smokes. I had plenty of drinks. And, um, you know... No young people were involved, all people over the age, except for those that weren't, that were at the party drinking. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'd rather not talk about that. Anyway, um, so I'm yes, so I'm traveling. Now, as you know, Surreal's a young woman, okay? And um, as a young woman, I, you know, become a little self-conscious when I see older people that are ugly, and not only ugly, but in close proximity to me, Cheryl Murkowski. Okay, so I'm on the aeroplane, I sit down in my seat, I got on early because, you know, I need extra assistance. Really, I don't, I just like to get on before the other people, you know, maybe they'll think I'm in first class or something, I'm a classy girl. Ah! So I'm getting on early, sit in my seat, it's the middle seat, ain't never good. Because if the person on the right ain't ugly and fat, the person on the left will be, and if you luck out, both will be ugly and fat. So I'm sitting there on the Northworth Airlines, minding my own fucking business, and this fatty with waist cancer, as my friend Matt says, you know, it's the phones that you just clip to your belt. You've got the polo shirt and the overhang in front, you know. And this man says, excuse me, I'm in the window seat. And I says, 
<laughs> you you want that? You're fat and ugly. So you know, I scooch my legs in, and um, of course, as I'm overhang, it's my face. I don't say anything because I want to be, you know, nice. Ah! So he um sits down, and um, you know, I'm um, very nice and judge mostly. And, um, you know, things are pretty much fine. So when we get up in the air, and um, let me just say, somebody ate peanut butter for lunch. And I don't know, I mean, there's something about airplanes that make people gassy. And I swear it was him, but it smelled like poop and peanut butter, honey. Disgusting. And this airplane was filled with the most ugly people I think I've seen in quite a while. And, um, I mean, maybe it's because I'm biased. Every day looking in the mirror, seeing myself, I mean, you know, I'm so beautiful. It's um, it's difficult to see ugly people, man. (coughs) God damn it, why are you going so slow, you asshole? Good Christ. I had a religious experience this week. I prolapsed. Yes, you heard me right. I had a religious experience prolapsing. I was at my new job at Fashion Bug, sitting in the break room, eating my lunch by myself, smoking a cigarette three because no one else was around. And as usual, I pushed up my layups as far as I could. I kept eating my partially unfrozen fish sticks that I'd just taken out of my locker and suddenly happened to look down and you'll never believe what I'd seen. I'd seen Jesus in my prolips. I screamed, literally yelled, made my laps fall out even more. Then I felt the old too familiar crowding of the poo sneaking its way out of my ass cunt. I knew I needed to run to the bathroom. However, I realized that there was no way I was going to make it to the bathroom. I'd have to settle for the fitting room, or as I've told you before, I call it the shitting room. Just in time, I closed the dressing stall door, pulled down my pants and panties, and saw the next miracle. I pushed the thing out of the thing, and when I was almost done, I looked down. And was so surprised I stood up, shit running down my laps and legs. But I didn't care because of what I saw, mostly on the bench. It was Mary. Yes, honey, Mary, the Christ-stained figure. I immediately realized the potential to be famous, and more importantly, make money. I called the local Latins, and they went crazy. And then the Poles came, honey. Oh my god, the Polish. It was amazing. Almost life-changing. I charged each two dollars, and we prayed together. Pictures were taken. Fun was had, and the laughs hung out for all to enjoy. No one said anything for fear of offending the miracle woman with the laughs of magic and Jesus. Wow. The Polish were so, so excited, Jesus and Mary, on the same day. 
Everyone love my miracle turd and miracle lamps. Will you love my miracle turd and miracle lamps? Honey. Yeah, hello, this letter of the sick. I'm calling for this Makowski, please. Tell this letter, how are you doing? I hope that you, your life is prosperous and jubilant and full of Christmas trees, even though it's not Christmas. You know the spirit of Christmas needs to live on and on, even though it's not Christmas. Sometimes I forget to be nice. Because I don't see wheat and pine cones and incense oil burning, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, I had a story to tell you. Do you mind, please, if I tell you? Oh, hold on, please. Yeah, to see. Um, I went to a sex shop. I'm not going to lie, I needed some feminine lady products. <laughs> and I saw, I went to the part of the store where, you know, they got them blow up dolls, you know, the blow up and the men, you know, do word to word, the hoo hoo, you know, with the plastic barbie dolls. Anyway, I say, I look up and down and say, where, where is the black blow up dolls, you know, because they got the black blow up dolls, right? Now, all they got is blind, white, blow-up dolls. So I go to the manager and I say, Excuse me, where is the black blow-up dolls? Please, for the black men to have sex with the black plastic fake women. And the manager say, Ain't no black blow-up dolls. I say, Why? And they said, They don't make them. I say, Why? They said, Because it's illegal. And I said, why? And they said, it was outlawed in the 1800s when slavery was banned. I said, what? Anyways, it turned into a wonderful black history lesson. The man talked to me for about two hours about the story. I'm going to email it to you. It's too loud to tell you now. Anyway, this is a matter of 10 seconds. to listen to myself. It's funny, and it's better than yours. Oh, sorry about that. I got so angry at the car in front of me that I slammed into it. It's about an hour later, and um, I just got back from the uh, police station to my car. It can still drive, says the dealership, that, um, you know, I'll cause more damage. Whatever gets sucked. You know, I got to get home. I got to go tan. And I don't want to fade, you know. don't want my color to fade. Girl, it ain't easy being colored, you know? I mean, if you let it go, it'll just fade away. Oh, shit, now this fucking goddamn traffic and shit. Fucking assholes. Well, I guess I can think of it this way. More time to talk to my listeners. Hello. Okay, sewer. So, um, where was I? I went on this trip to the Michigan. Amazing. You know, I ain't never seen so many black people in my life. I mean, in Wisconsin, we, you know, we have a little bit of diversity. And by diversity, I mean, um, you know, there's a few, um, you know, people of different colors and, you know, whatnot. But, I mean, it was just amazing in the hotel. It was like I was up in Motown, you know, singing the classics, and whatnot. 
I swear I saw Fantasia Barina, I saw Oprah Winfrey and the Harpo, and, um, what's that one's name, um, Burbeza Clemens. She's a woman, if you don't know her, who's a big black bloated, lesbian, bipolar, bisexual, whatnot. She was friends with that woman who does a podcast called The Yeast of the Radio, who I hate, by the way. You know, she has me on her show, and I take, you know, let's say, an hour and a half out of my day, my busy day. She wakes me up in the morning with a phone call, and then I have the courtesy to call her back and complete the interview, and then she doesn't post it for weeks and then post it on some feed that nobody even listens to. Whatever, I don't judge. I just say what judge means. So, um, you know, it's all good. Anyways, went to this wedding. You know, I was never married, but if I did get married, I'd probably um, wear a brown dress. Because as pure as I am, my skin... Which just then and I would look black and people would probably, you know, against the white. It would be too much of a contrast. I don't know, I just couldn't do it. Um, you know, and in other news, um, I'm beautiful and my website um, is special. Um, you know, I've appreciated the comments that I've got on past shows and then even more so appreciated things, you know, when you send me stuff either emails or uh, money or, um, you know, just letting me know you're alive, son. <laughs> Tell me why ain't nothing but a prolapse. Tell me why ain't falling out onto the floor. Tell me why. Why does the doctor insist on pushing it back in? Real wants turd know the answer, honey. Come on. Well, hello, Sister McCaskey. This is Latin Research. Stig, how are you doing? I'm very glad to know that you are alive and well. You know, I read somewhere that you got stabbed by a water moccasin, but I knew that was just gossip. You know how people like to talk. You should you have to talk about you. You should hear what you say anyways. Uh, two days ago, I fell down and my left foot got stuck in a super grate. You know those round metal objects that are in the, in the cement when you're walking down the street where somebody had put it open and my left foot got stuck up in there. I fell down. Unfortunately, I was carrying two grocery bags full of cantaloupes because I was bringing it to a church social function. It, it, when I fell, the cantaloupes fell up in the air, came down, two of them hit me on the head. One of them fell into the lap of a sitting baby in a stroller, crushing its legs, and the rest of them were down the street. I sat there with my ankle completely broken, watching the cantaloupes roll down the street. The baby was crying. The mother was in the store buying cigarettes. I could see in the store because the door was open. Please! And I started to cry. Just then, an angel came down from heaven. And you ever seen Weaver McIntyre, like back in 
you know, like the 80s when she had a lot of hair. That's what this angel looked like, but with brown hair and long brown eyelashes. Very much like Marie Osmond, only fat. And the angel said to me, let her have test where the angel knows my real name, you know, but I go by letter and test. The angel said, lady, do not worry. I said, how the hell are you going to tell me not to worry? I got a broken ankle. I almost killed a baby with the catalog, and the parent about to come out and sue me. And the angel said, do not worry. And I said, why? And they said, trust in the Lord. Then do you know that two minutes later I woke up and I realized that it was a dream? But you know what? I don't think it was a dream. I think the angel turned it from reality into a dream just because I trust in the Lord. I think that's a lesson that your listeners could learn from, and that's why I decided to call you. This is a bit of a fantastic So I was thinking, you know, in my quest to be a famous woman, all of these musical artists be redoing all these songs. So I thought, what's a song I could redo? You know, that's um, real popular right now and, you know, whatever. You know that song by the Fergie? I don't understand. I mean... Fergie, is he trying to be like that one that did all the Weight Watchers and stuff? I don't understand anyways, but um, here's the song called um, The Glamorous, and she be spelling up the song, so you know, the G-L-A-M-E-R-O, you know what, O-S-C or something, I don't know how to spell. Anyways, I was thinking, you know, can I do my own version and it's called prolapse, of course. I know I overuse the word, to, you know, but um, I think it would do pretty well in the charts. So it would be P R O L A T S E. I'm proling first class. Up in the real and something around there. I don't know the rest of the words right now. The escapement. But if you think that that would be a hit, could you let me know? That would be wonderful. I am pretty much that was it. Um, God, I'm smart. Christ, Christ, I'm successful and amazing. Now I'm so excited. I love when I'm just okay. Sure, right, right. Thanks for stopping by to listen to the sexy and refined whorehole.org. Honey. So, uh, yes, oh, the plank. So I go there, and I get the middle seat. I'm stuck with the middle seat. And I look, and there is this woman staring up at me with ass oozing Probably a foot of ass is oozing onto both sides of her. And the things stank like a, like a, like a 30-year-old jar of filter fish. So this, this woman, I couldn't tell what, is she farting or is it your vagina? It's like it was rotating stench. I smelled cunt and ass. Cunt and ass.